Welcome to the She Is Podcast, where we are encouraging and equipping women to be confident in God's promises. I'm Jamie. I'm Sherry. I'm Nicole. We are women in different ages and stages of life. We are active in ministry and are here to have a Bible-based conversation about our identity in Christ. So get ready to be encouraged and equipped as we share with you today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to She Is Podcast. Today I'm very excited, and I'm sad, because um, me, Sherry, is here, but Nicole and Jamie are not. Uh, There's a whole bunch happening, so summertime happens, so there's vacations, and there's there's conferences, and there's youth camp, and all these things. And so today we have sweet other ladies joining us. We have Miss Pastor Pat Winningham. She is the seniors pastor and she is the associate pastor here at the church and um, my mentor and my good friend. And and I have Christina here and she's newer to the church. She, neither of us have been here as long as Pastor Pat, but, um, but we're learning and we're learning about each other. And so welcome, ladies. Thank Hi. you. <laughs> um, today, um, we are going to talk about grief. Um, and so we're going to pray and then we're going to get started on this conversation. Okay? Okay. Okay. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for this time. We invite you in. Lord, we invite you to be a part of our conversation. We invite you to be a part of our thought processes. Lord, you lead this conversation. Father, we trust that what you have laid on Pastor Pat's heart today is going to be exactly what we all need as a teaching and understanding about grief and how we respond and what those are and what those can be in our lives. And so, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for every lady that is listening. Lord, touch them, bless them in their homes, their cars, wherever they are today. And, Father, just be with us in this room. Oh, and be with Jamie and Nicole. Lord, bless them. And, Father, we just... We just love you and adore you, and we thank you again for this opportunity to be in your word and to discuss what you've given. And so, Father, we just, um, again, we adore you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Pastor Pat, you've done a lot of teachings on grief Mm -hmm. and the different types of grief. Um, Can you start off by telling us what that is? Well, basically, grief is anything of value that is lost. It may be an item, it could be a pet, it can be a person, your mate, your parent, your child. It can, if it has value to you and you lose it, then there will be grief. And we don't always identify that because we say, well, that was just a little thing or Mm -hmm. it was just a a dog, you can get another Mm -hmm. one. Or, you know, we say things like that, not realizing that to that person Mm -hmm. it had value. Now, I may not value something that you have Mm -hmm. like you value it. Mm-hmm. So it would seem, well, that's kind of silly to be that upset. But that's where we add grief to grief. 
because we make people grieve even more by our attitude and we add that to what they're already dealing with oh god and i know i've done that i know i've done that Mm -hmm. does it kind of minimize i mean in a way without even realizing are we minimizing their pain or their sorrow Yes, because it doesn't mean that much to us. Because most people, when they think of grief, they think of a person dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's probably the biggest grief. But there are many, many times that we grieve um, over many different things that we don't even realize that we're grieving over. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're good things, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, why Why is it when you go to graduation and, and you mm-hmm. see these parents and they're all crying, <laughs> yes. you know, instead yes. of excited, they're mm-hmm. crying, my baby's graduating. Life mm-hmm. is making a change, and when anything that happens that changes your life and your life will never be the same again mm. it's not necessarily negative okay you know you want you raise your children you want them to grow up you want them to be successful mm-hmm. and then when they do it you you're like oh. i don't that's not my little baby anymore that's they're they're adults. That season is gone. That time is over. Oh. And sometimes there's a period of grief recognizing. That's why people have trouble with empty nest. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She just nods her head. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but Christina's in here smiling really big and nodding her head. Buzzer Bat's like, she's just nodding her head. <laughs> so cute. Um, so, Pastor Pat, so sometimes when... <laughs> I was just thinking about Christina again, nodding her head. So sometimes when... Um, so someone has lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. And I know there have been times that I, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know... I I'm I'm one that will withdraw because I don't know what to say and I don't want to say the wrong thing. But then I feel like I'm supposed to say something. So then I get insecure about what I'm supposed to say and then I say the wrong thing. Mhm. So what what should we what should we say when should we say it? I mean, I'm sure there's a time we're not even supposed to speak, right? I think, um, like at work when we lose somebody that we care about and having to talk with family members, just a simple, I'm so sorry for your loss, like, that is one that usually never fails in my experience. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, yes, because you work for a care facility, is yeah. that correct? Yeah. And so you have probably many people that are end of life, mm-hmm. and so you deal, I didn't even think about that. With you coming in today, I didn't think about, well, Lord, sorry about that. Well, and we have seniors that will not go to a care facility to visit or anything because it's too close to where they might end up, so they're not wanting to go there. Um, I've never thought about that. Because that's that's the last place you go, usually. 
and um, so that's a sign that you're at the end of your life. I'm going to die here. Yeah. This, this is going to be the last place I'm going to live. I'm not living in, in my house. I've mo been moved out of my house. That causes grief. Mm -hmm. I've lost my house. I've lost my identity. Mm. I've lost my neighbors. I've lost my my doctor. I've lost my dog. I've lost. There's a oh, lot goes man. on moving into a care facility. Mm -hmm that is so much grief and then people oh why are you crying all the time mom you oh. know dad why are you so depressed well everything is gone and yeah. most of the time they did not make the decision oh and christine could probably address that mm -hmm. yeah so you you see that then you see i do i do see that because where i work it's not i mean they it's just assisted living so their minds are still there and um, a lot of times they just couldn't care for themselves or their family, you know, got mm -hmm. POA over them mm -hmm. and decided that that would be a better choice for them to move there. And it is sad. It is sad. But that's, I mean, we just try to love them the best we can, you know, mm -hmm. with what yeah. we have. Golly. See, we've changed our culture so much because it used to be that family took care of family. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then when we started having retirement homes and then finally care facilities and that moved the individual away from the family and then the family took on a whole different dynamic in the fact that you didn't have dad going to work, mom being home, so there was someone right. to take care of grandma. Mm -hmm. You know, if she wasn't doing well, she just moved in with the family and became a part of the family until she passed. Well, mm -hmm. we don't have that. Everybody goes to work, kids go to school, so you can't move grandma into the house because there's no one to take care of her, yeah. which is too bad because mm -hmm. that's really the time that grandma needs family most yeah. of all, and mm -hmm. as Christina can probably say, most people do not have visitors. Yeah. They're lonely. Families don't have time, can't make it by. And yeah. so, you know, that adds, and that's a grief that has nothing to do with death, but it's a tremendous grief. Yeah. It's very grieving. In fact, a lot of um, people in facilities. You know, they actually die of loneliness, they die of depression mm -hmm. and discouragement, they die because there's no hope, there's no future, because they don't have that family working around them, mm -hmm. keeping them important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, our fam we, we keep each other important in yeah. our families, and when you take that away, and you put them in a place by themselves, mm -hmm. pretty much, yeah. Where the routine is totally different, everything is different, mm -hmm. and so there's there's a huge amount of grief in retirement and care facilities. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've heard it as a pre-death, and I mm -hmm. I didn't. It's like they've died before they've died, huh. and now the feeling is that their kids have considered their dad. And just put it there, oh. and then we can get on with life. Yeah. And that's the hard part. That's the complaint that you hear. Yeah. 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 Golly. You know, and I see it, and I, you know, it's one of those things that I know it's there. I recognize it as that. But I've never been in that situation. I've not mm -hmm. put anyone there, you know. Well, and so I, I don't yeah. think about 
the depth of that. And and so that that makes me feel bad that I hadn't thought about the depth of that. Mm-hmm. And so then you rely on the the workers in the facility, they become your family. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because you you don't have anyone that comes. So mm-hmm. what were you going to say, Pastor Pat? I uh, had to put my mom in foster care because she had Alzheimer's. Oh. And uh, I remember the day we did that, you know, taking her from everything that she knew mm-hmm. to a place that she didn't know the people she didn't know, you know, but... <clears throat> We couldn't take care of her. Yeah. Because, you know, it took 24-hour day care. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember taking her over there, and the only way I could get her there was to tell her that my brother was coming, and he was going to come to that place to see her. And she oh. said, well, then I better be there. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I got her to go. Oh. But then when it was time to leave... She looked, she got real, it was almost like real conscious for a few minutes. Oh. And she said, you're leaving me here, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> and that, I mean, that must have brought a grief to you, too, at well, that time. And it's just grief, it brings grief in so many different ways. Yeah. We yeah. just don't, we just don't realize it. Yeah. Because we say, well, that's probably for the best, and it's easier, and they're probably in a better place. Just like dying, well, they're probably in a better place. You know, I was told that when Jane died. Well, he's in a better place. Well, he is, but I'm not. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So that was not comforting to me. I mean, yes, I was glad to know they went to heaven. Yes. But it didn't bring comfort to me. It was knowledge, but not comfort well see and that's what I want to talk about now is because I know I've said the wrong thing not knowing what to say and thank you Christina for for what you said because that does make sense I'm sorry for your loss because really what else is there to say yeah and you know I've heard people oh I I can't imagine losing a child but I have been around people that have lost a child and People will say, oh, heaven needed their angel back or something. And I'm just thinking, okay, I've never said that. And that just didn't even sound close to something you should be saying. I mean, even just that statement grieved my spirit. And so so educate me and the others. What do we say? What don't we say? When, When do we say that? You know, in church, you know, we all come to church and we... The heart and the motive is right, but we I think we just need educated, maybe. Yeah. I think the part of the problem is that people think they need to say something, mm-hmm. and you really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you're fresh in the death of a loved one, you don't really want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you really don't want anybody talking to you, Yeah, you know? You just try to get through, and especially if you come to church and you got people that want to love on you. Yeah. There's something about people hugging you that makes you cry, and you don't want to cry mm-hmm. in church. And, <laughs> right. and you've got right. yourself all geared up to go to church, and am I going to cry? And then somebody hugs you, and oh, and on and on and on they go until pretty soon you just, you're just you frantic oh. to get out of church. Yes. We don't have to say anything. We really don't. 
We don't have to. Just a pat on the arm, just acknowledging will mm-hmm. go a long way. So yeah. It's just saying, I'm, I'm there, but I'm... Without saying yeah. I'm there, and I'm then, there. And then you have the people that want to explain why things happen, uh, which oh. we do not know no. why at all. No one does. No. You know, well, it was probably because, you know, God wanted his little angel back, or he was in a better place, and aren't you glad? I remember one lady saying to me, aren't you glad that that your husband's probably just dancing with Jesus? You know, and this was two days after he died. Oh. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I am not glad. Yeah. No, I want him dancing with me. I said, I'm glad me. for him, but I am, right. not, I, I am not happy, no. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. broken. Mm-hmm. I am broken in a million pieces right now, mm-hmm. so no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. That was real funny. She walked away, and then she turned around and walked back. The Holy Spirit just slammed her, she told me oh. later. <laughs> she said, I never should have said that. Oh. I will never say that to anyone again, ever. That that didn't help you, did it? And I said, no, it didn't. She said, I just walked away and just got slammed by the Holy Spirit. Can you ever forgive me? Yes, of course I can forgive you. Yes. You know, but a good lesson learned. Yeah. That making those big statements, Mm -hmm. people aren't ready for them. Mm -hmm. I think it's in our nature to try to comfort one another. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a time that we don't want or need comfort. We need to be connected to, to God and receive the comfort that he can give, not Mm -hmm. from anything here. There's no comfort. Mm -hmm. There is no comfort. You know, slowly comfort comes, Mm -hmm. but in the early stages, there's nothing that's going to comfort you. There's nothing that's going to make Mm -hmm. you feel better, and it has... People have to let that be okay. Yeah. You know, oh, well, if you were mm-hmm, a Christian, mm-hmm, you know, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be grieving like that. If you were right. a real Christian, right. you'd be trusting God. You know, well, I'm a real Christian, and yeah. I'm screaming my head off. Right. So there. Right. <laughs> you see, and I didn't even, I didn't have a real good relationship with my dad when he passed, and yet I, I had a deep grief. You know, right. I didn't spend a lot of time with him. We weren't overly close, and yet I kept telling my husband, I was like, I don't know why it hurts so bad. I I don't understand, but any loss is a loss. Mm-hmm. And, and even though it didn't seem like he was a big presence in my life, there was a presence. He had been there your whole my life. My whole life. Yeah, mm-hmm. when my dad died, that was my first parent to die. Mm-hmm. It was just like... Well, he's been there my whole life. How mm-hmm. can he be mm-hmm. gone? I've never known a time that he wasn't right. there. Well, and how I had people. Le- how can he be gone? How can he be gone? He was just there. And I had people because, you know, weeks would go by and I was still grieving, going to the altar. And this one day, this lady came down and she, she's praying over me. And that was sweet. And she says, well, honey, you just need to be okay with this. You you had said that you weren't even really close to him. I don't know why this is taking so long. You need to take this before God. And I think it's grief is like anything else. It comes in waves, and there's layers to it. And we need to be, like you said, that was that was profound. We need to be okay with not being okay. Mm-hmm. We, we need... 
we need to be okay with allowing people to take the time they need as long as they don't get stuck or trapped somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a way to move through grief. If three years later they're still at square one, then mm-hmm. there's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we want we want to move people along, and the reason that we do is because we're uncomfortable with their grief, and so we would oh. feel better if they wouldn't be grieving so much. So we try, the tendency oh. is to try to move them along so that I feel better. Okay, you're doing better. I see you're you're happier. Yeah. I see you're making it. Yeah. Oh, I feel better. And that's a tendency. Mm. That's what happens when people start trying to move them. You know, well, oh. they're in heaven. They're in a better place, mm-hmm. and that should comfort you. But it's not comforting. I wanted. I wanted him with me. Yeah, selfish. I wanted right. him with me. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, I mean, that's selfish on our part then to be like, okay, can we just get back to life now? I mean, really is what you're saying. It's like, are you over that yet? Can we just get back to life already? Mm -hmm. And see, it is selfish selfish because God geared us Mm -hmm. to be relational. Okay. And he geared us to be close to people. That's why we want to be close to people. That's Mm -hmm. why we make friends. That's why we all gather together in church even. Yeah. Is that we want to be with people. So God built that in there. To be relational, to have friends, to have a mate, to have children, to have whatever, and to want them and to take care of them and keep them safe. And and he put all of that in us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's all there when they're gone. Mm. It's like you can't just say, okay, God, that's fine. You're going to agree because that right. was your assignment with that person, to love oh, them and yes. care for them and watch over them. You get relational and close. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do that with anything. Yes, We can do true. that with possessions. We can do that with pets. We can mm-hmm. do that with anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. When you said, so before we started recording, Pastor Pat, you had started um, speaking on this, and you said um, the one thing that I learned early today was you said anytime we say oh no mm-hmm. uh, and you had said an example of sticking our finger through our pantyhose or <laughs> I'm sure there's other examples but I had not thought about that before mm-hmm. it's that oh no and and I remembering that conversation earlier I mean that that's going to take us another way but but right now, that made me think, I know when I hear that someone has passed, that is literally the first thing I say. It oh, is. no. Yeah. Or we hear somebody's got cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Or we hear there was an accident. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's our protest against that event happening. Okay. We don't we don't want it, and you really can't stop it because anybody that you talk to and you say this is happening, and their first response is oh no, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's a protest mm-hmm. against that event happening. Okay, a protest. I had never heard of that before. Me neither. That was really good. A protest. Okay. Okay. So the. Over analytical part of my brain now is going. So is that a is that an okay response? Yes. Okay. It's a natural one. It's one that's going to come out. You're not going to stop it. You you say it before you think it. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's 
it's protest that God is expecting. So he's not going to be upset because you said, oh, no. He's not going to be upset because you say, I don't like this. I didn't want this to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He knows all of that mm -hmm. because he made you relational with that person thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. he's going to expect your protest. He's okay with it. <laughs> you know, we get so religious that we just walk yes. around saying, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. My person is in heaven with Jesus. And, and inside, you're falling apart. Mm -hmm. And God's just, God always tells me, be honest. Just yes. be honest. Don't lie to me, Pat. Tell me. Be honest. And so I tell him, I don't like this. Yeah. I know, you had a plan, I know, and that's okay, you do your plan, but I don't have to like your plan, right. and you're still going to love me even <laughs> when I don't like your plan. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, because it, it's, it's not going against God. No. To be upset. And he's a big God. He can he can handle it when we're a little unhappy about mm -hmm. a decision that he has made that he did not consult us about first. Right. Right. Because that's really it. I mean, the control freak in me is like, hey, we didn't discuss this first. Mm -hmm. I didn't have time to plan. This is not how it was supposed to go. And that's when you hear, who's God here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I God? Or are you God? <laughs> no, you're God. You're God. <laughs> and but also, I think in that, too, we have to get a, a good picture of God during our grief. Because if you go back to Mary and Martha, mm -hmm. remember Jesus was, he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the grave. He knew he oh, was going yes. to bring him back to life. Mm -hmm. And yet they came out, and if you'd only been here sooner, and we all have if, if onlys mm -hmm. that we deal with, and they were crying, and he sat down and wept with them. And I believe that he has wept with me. Mm. I believe he sits and weeps with me at the times that yeah. I weep. Mm -hmm. And that's how I see God. He's a God of compassion. He <laughs> yes. knows it hurts. Yes. He knows it's painful. Mm -hmm. He knows. He knows. But he will sit and weep with you mm -hmm. also. And yes. then he went on to raise Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. yes. But he took that time. And so I think we have to see God will take time with you if you will take time with him and be honest. Mm -hmm. yes. Just be honest. Gosh, that's good. Yes. Well, that makes me think if he will take time, then we as people coming alongside need to take time too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how many times have you just sat and wept with a family? Yeah. Well, even before then, I can sit and weep with the residents too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And just yeah. have somebody sit and cry with you is yeah. real comforting. It is. It is. And, and not say anything, just sit and be with mm -hmm. them in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To share. Well, because the Bible says to carry one another's burdens, right? I mean, I know it. I'm probably taking it partially out of context, but that's how I see that, is I come alongside, I sit by you, and we just sit and cry together. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't. I can't. I don't. Mm -hmm. We could have lost a parent or a, somebody at the same time, and yet it's going to be it's different. Going to be different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody is going to be different. But yet, I can sit there with you and have mm -hmm. compassion and understanding to the point that I can understand it, which we don't. And and yet, 
be with you in that burden mm-hmm. and and walk it out with it's you. It's like the story of the the people who had a neighbor and the neighbor's wife died and the neighbor was sitting outside and and the little boy went over and the mother was kind of concerned about what he would do or mm-hmm. say and, mm-hmm. and to make the older neighbor man feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And he went over and he was there for a while and then he came back home and she said, what did what did you do? And he said, I, di- I didn't do anything. She said, what did you say? And he said, I didn't say anything. And she said, well, what happened? And he uh-huh. said, I just sat by him. Oh. Yeah. Well, and even, this is silly, but even just hearing that, just hearing, I didn't do anything, I just sat by him. Mm-hmm. That alone brings a comfort mm-hmm. and and this thing in my spirit that makes me want to weep just because of the tenderness of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what we miss when someone is grieving. We're, we're not tender, I don't mm-hmm. think. I don't think that we're allowing them to to have that moment to have that mm-hmm. time just sit by them mm-hmm. 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 just be sweet by them and let them be and do because none of us are going to do it the same no and none of us are going to do it in the same time frame that's right so i'm just not going i'm just going to pray for them and not be insecure about what do I say, what do I, how do I, and just be... Because really what you're saying, Pastor Pat, is be present. Mm-hmm. But but you don't have to engage. You don't have to feel like you have to. They okay. may engage you. They may talk to you, and that's, that's fine. Okay. You know, and I oftentimes just tell people, I give them my phone number, and I say, if you just need to talk, give me a call, mm-hmm. and just leave it at that. And many times they'll call, can I really just call? And oh. I, I don't know what to say. And I'm, I, Well, you don't have to say anything. We can just be on the phone and be quiet. You know, that's still that presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just giving them the Liberty yeah. to reach out when they're ready or with the time that they're ready mm-hmm. and not try to, to force it because, well, I have appointments, so <laughs> right. I've got 15 right. minutes I can give to you. You know, well, forget it. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. That just adds to the stress. I mean, it would for me. That would add. And then there's just the practical side of it, you know, sometimes um, maybe you can just go help do laundry if they have lots of kids or Mm -hmm. um, have people coming and going and Mm -hmm. they got tons of food and don't know what to do with, just go do the practical things, you know, can I just come and and clean your kitchen up for you, I know you've had a lot of people in and out, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, can I give you a ride somewhere, can I bring something from the grocery store, Mm -hmm. you know, things that they don't think about, don't have time for, Mm -hmm. can I take your kids for a while and let you breathe, Mm -hmm. just to give them that downtime. There's lots of of Mm -hmm. little things that... Can be done too, and still not be right in their face of mm-hmm. trying to 
trying to get them through because you can't get them through. Yeah. You got to go through. It's like that old song. You got to walk that lonesome valley by yourself. Mm -hmm. Nobody mm -hmm. can walk it for you. Nobody yeah. can. You got to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you have people that are willing and able to help you in a constructive way mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. not have you dread seeing them come. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And then that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think we've had it wrong for a long time, and I don't think we've meant to. I think it's just... It's ignorance. Ignorance. Mm-hmm. Ignorance means lack of knowledge and understanding, not stupid. Right. Some people get offended when I say <laughs> ignorance, so I have to explain it. <laughs> yes. Thank okay. you. Yes. It's just not, not knowing what to do and when you don't know what to do don't do anything okay sometimes that's the better way when you're dealing with grief okay. other situations it's not but with grief it's it's different and then it's trying to see the value of what the person has lost that has caused the grief yeah. Like a pet or like something favorite or special or mm -hmm. that is lost. It's, well, that's silly. Mm -hmm. You know, you think that's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. But if we try to look into how did it look to them. Mm. Okay, so I remember this person. They were crazy about that dog. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. their child. And yeah. they had bows in its hair. And they had all these <laughs> yes. toys. And, and yes. it was the baby. And slept mm -hmm. with them. And, and then you think of that suddenly out of their life. Mm -hmm. There's a void. Then we have a little more yeah. compassion for it. But if we just look at it at face value, it's just a dog. You can get another one. That's just the worst thing that you yeah. can say. Mm -hmm. The only other worst thing that you can say is to people that have lost a child and say, well, you have other children and you can have oh. more. People say that. Mm. Oh. Like, you can replace that one. Oh. Oh. That just... Mm. Mm -mm. No. Because there's no replacing no person. I mean, just the thought of that just makes my blood pressure rise. So we say things like that, trying to say, you know, you can, you can have another child, you know. Well, maybe you can, maybe you can't. But you can never have that child. Right. Right. You know? And because you have other children, doesn't make the loss of that one any less... Right. You know, that was our child we cared the least about, so better that one than this one. No, you no. know, it's just a big part of you has been ripped right out of you, and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you got ten more. Yeah. Right. You still, that one is mm -hmm. someone in your life and yeah. special. But people say that. Yeah. We say a lot of things that... Out of ignorance. Out of ignorance. Mm -hmm. Yes. So thank you for tuning in to the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We pray that you have been encouraged and equipped in knowing who you are in Christ. If you're wanting to have a personal relationship with Jesus, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I know that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Please come into my heart to stay and help me to hear your voice and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to hear from you. Email us at sheispodcast at refugecity.church. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear more from us every week. Thanks for tuning in again. 
And remember until next time, you are grieved.